This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again from a rental car on Sunday, October 2nd, to Ocean's Eleven, driving from Louisville, Kentucky to Lexington, Kentucky since last we spoke well last time I spoke while you just sat there (laughs) or ran on a treadmill or whatever it is you do while you listen to this stuff Uh, since then a hot time was had by all at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club in Ventura, California Uh, Jordan with the baseball that's where he lives out in those parts he um, 
And if you want to visit him, he works at the uh, Buena Lanes Bowling Facility in uh, Ventura. And he, he was there, hot off of his win, finally, last week, thanks to Sam the Mam Levine. Uh, Graham Elwood was there in Ventura, and he's also driving this car. Please welcome. Hello. My guest, Graham Elwood. Uh, what kind of rental car are we in today, Graham Elwood? We're in a, a weirdo crossover. This is a Mazda. It's called the A5 Sport, and it's kind of a SUV minivan thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fine. It's all right. It's, fine. it's not, yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's... Uh, We're not going to get any endorsement deals from yeah. Mazda. Talking about how fucking fine their car is. In Ventura, you beat a dude named Shu, whose name tag was an actual shoe. You yeah. beat him with uh, Spider-Man in the Kill Him Defoe category. Actually, it's pronounced Spider-Man. Spider-Man, and then... Uh, that's an old uh, Jordan Brady bit used to talk about Spider oh, really? Sp- Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I just saw, what was I watching? Somebody went, bow, chicka, bow. Oh, it was in, it's kind of a funny story. I was watching that yesterday on HBO. And uh, somebody went, bow, chicka, bow, bow. And that's, Jordan Brady invented that. Saying that, like, in association with, I'm going to go have sex with somebody. Because he had this bit about the music and porn yeah. and how it's like, bow, chicka, bow. That's so, that blows my mind that he, uh, that he coined that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jordan Brady, director of I Am Comic, by the way. Uh, in the Janine Garofalo category, happy birthday, Jane Ann, you lost to a dude named Mike on the film Ratatouille. That's Which right. is tricky. You always get tripped up by animation. Animation mix, because there's always this, like, Janine Garofalo, and then it was, like, Brad Garrett. And I was like, what movie have they ever been... Like, I can't picture them, and voices throw me. I'm a visual person. Yeah, you are. Uh, yesterday, at the 420 show that we did, uh, we stand just got up... passed by another Mazda A5 Sport, so now, Doug, you can get a good idea what it looks like, what how stupid we look. <laughs> it's a weird-looking car, but I like it. Yeah, again, Mazda probably won't be calling. Sorry, guys. About, yeah. Better luck on the next on the next rental. So yesterday we did a 420 stand-up show in uh, Louisville at the Improv. Uh, and a dude with a football that had Paul written on it. A football, if you will. Football. Uh, <laughs> he got uh, Coal Miner's daughter... In negative two names. That was impressive. I, I he once, fucking stomped yeah. your ass. When someone is that strong, I give it to him. Because well, it was there was no there was nothing you could do. You couldn't go negative three. I had no idea. Because you thought it would, might be. I thought it might be tender mercy. Tender mercy. But then in the description, you're like, oh, it's it's kind of based on real. And I was like, shit, tender mercy is not. And I was like scrambling. Tender mercies is also, pro, uh, you know, s- several years later. I yeah, think. tender mercy was like eighty three or eighty four. Homeowner's yeah. daughter was eighty. Yeah. So anyway, you, the listener, can have a chance to play Leonard Maltin game against Graham Elwood at the Neptune Theater in Seattle on Friday, October 28th, the San Francisco Punchline on October 29th at 420, and the Sacramento Punchline on October 30th at 420. Uh, Since it'll be Halloween weekend, be sure to wear a costume. Yeah, dress up as your favorite movie character or a movie character with your name, and you'll have a better chance of being chosen. Right, Graham? Yes. The, the more creative the costume, the better chance you have. Yeah, and if it's uh, since Graham is going to be doing the picking, I'll, I'll help you out and say that 
he really likes people to wear his Palm Strike shirt to the show, <laughs> and he also uh, likes any any kind of references to uh, to martial arts in yes. your name tag or your costume. Yes, if you dress like us, so, someone from Thirteen Assassins, and you truly shave your head the way Samurais did back in feudal. All right, Japan. don't don't do that. Seriously, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Because also, I'm just going to think that you're from that Tom Cruise movie when I see you. Because I still haven't seen Thirteen Assassins. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I got to see one through Twelve Assassins first. <laughs> I'm making a joke in a Mazda. Have you seen anything lately, Graham? Um, you know, I've been very busy with other uh, comedy film nerd related stuff. We've got. Uh, we just announced we're, we got a. We're gonna have a book coming out next spring so we're Chris and I and all the other nerd writers are very busy with that so honestly I admittedly I'm a little behind in my movie going isn't it great how having to write a, a book about movies is keeping you from seeing movies <laughs> well I guess what you know in all fairness then what I've been doing is I just finished watching the documentary I just finished writing a, a chapter on documentary so I have been watching a lot of movies nothing current so I've seen oh I just meant what have you seen lately oh, okay great then Afghan stars an amazing documentary about a uh, um, American Idol type show in Afghanistan where singing and dancing were outlawed by the Taliban. So now, you know, there was, and there's, there was like two women in the finals and this one woman like shakes her shoulders from side to side and it's like an outrage. Like, she's out there dancing like some whore. And it's, it's, a, it's an amazing film talking about. Wait, this is the remake of Footloose? Yeah, this is the remake of Footloose that they shot in Kabul. Um, and Kevin Bacon's in it, so it's really good. No, it's an excellent documentary, Afghan Star. And then I've also watched a bunch of westerns. I just watched Jeremiah Johnson, which is a great Robert Redford movie, and Sidney Pollack directed it in the 70s. That shit holds up? Yeah, yeah, there's some. There's some. I didn't like it when I was a kid. Well, there's some um, music stuff that's like, you know, it's a very 70s soundtrack with like, Jeremiah Johnson lived in the mountains. <laughs> but Oh my God. <laughs> get past that. There's some good... There's some good it, how much of it's in the snow? Is there a lot of snowy, lot snowy of, parts? A lot of snow. They shot it. Of course, Robert Redford shot it all in Utah. Um, so it's, it's... That's when he fell in love with Sundance and started all that Sundance crap, right? Uh, I think that might have been Butch Cats and the Sundance Kid, but I don't know. I think uh, this, I'm sure, had something to do with it. I think it was... Yeah, I mean, the name Sundance came from Sundance Kid, but I think that... Because they didn't shoot Butch Cassidy in, in Utah, did they? They shot some of it in Utah, yeah. Oh, they okay. shot all over the world. He's got a lifelong love of Utah, basically. Electric Horseman, which is another great Western. He goes to Utah. What? That's a great Western? Yeah, man, he's a cowboy. And he's got a little, little the... electric suit on and Jane Fonda bitching at him the whole movie. I, it's, a, it's a Western. You definitely, I categorize that as a Western because he's out there on a horse. How many shootouts are there? There's a lot. He has a <laughs> big one with uh, John Saxon, <laughs> a corporate shootout. Of course, uh, you know, we flew out to Louisville on Friday, and that was the day before the end of the month. So the magazine in front of you on United uh, promised Mr. Popper's Penguins as being the movie, but as often happens, they, didn't, they hadn't switched. They switched the magazines 
day early. Going into the weekend, but didn't switch the movies yet. So they showed something borrowed again. Yay! And I watched a little bit of it again just because I it's stupefying. I can't it's I cannot a, believe how terrible it is. Like it's, it's amazing to me. Like I think is it is it just because I'm a man? Like would a woman watch it and go, well, it's not great, but it's cute or whatever? Or? I don't. I we have a lot of female fans of comedy film nerds, and there was a whole thing on our message boards. By women mostly about how much, how many romantic comedies they hate and find insulting, and and there's only a handful of them that they really resonate with. It's so awful. Now I've seen almost all of it, and I and and it, basically the arc of the story is that these these girlfriends are best friends, Wait, even don't though ruin it. <laughs> even though they have nothing in common really, because one is just a complete crazy person played by Kate Hudson, and the other one's like a nice normal girl, and. Why why their friends never make sense But then also Just how Just all the like Taking each other You know Sleeping with each other's husbands And all that kind of stuff But it, it, It's just like It's it's amazing They keep going to the Hamptons For these stupid weekends That are just like <laughs> Mix up It's. I have to say John Krasinski kind of saves it Makes it watchable for me Just yeah. because he spends a lot of his time Saying what is wrong with you bitches Like Like this is stupid <laughs> Like the Batman The Batman scene Where he's like just going Fucking what, Why are you What's happening Yeah You know you two are in love And then you're gonna marry The other girl What the fuck But it's you know Shakespeare it's not And um But it's funny The timing Because you know Now I've got this thing Where I'm saying to people That Or not to people But on the podcast That uh Kate Hudson hasn't made a good movie since Almost Famous, and then uh, Almost Famous just came out on uh, Blu-ray, I guess, so Entertainment Weekly reviewed it and basically says the same thing, like it says, it actually, they say out loud, they go, uh, you know, they say it's a... Ever since 2003's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Kate Hudson has become synonymous with a certain brand of cloying, lightweight romantic comedy that always seems to be playing in coach at 30,000 feet. Oh my god. In coach, that's that's a funny way to phrase it cuz I you know, I was in first one time when I had to sit through it. But anyway, it makes you wish makes you wish you had a parachute. Would yeah. Humble brag, maybe? Uh, but then it lists Alex and Emma, Late Divorce, Raising Helen, Fool's Gold, My Best Friend's Girl, Bride Wars, oh. Something Borrowed. Oh. Like, she makes all these crappy movies. And then the one that people keep pointing to is Skeleton Key, they say is good. But I never saw Skeleton Key because I, I, those American versions of Japanese uh, horror movies are never, never good. I didn't even like The Ring. Her and Katherine Heigl should have a fucking shitty rom-com cage match because the, the, they're so all. Both it's of true. Them, they the, both had one good movie that was their first movie oh. that made them a movie viable movie performer, and then crap, 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 oh crap. God. Maybe skeleton key. Crap, 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 crap. All right. So that's so that's settled. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Kate Hudson. Make a good movie. You're not, it's not like she's a bad she's actress. Good actress. Both her and Katherine Heigl are good actresses. Go make some good stuff. Yeah, stop being assholes. <laughs> I saw the debt. Speaking of people who are not assholes, be like Helen Mirren. Oh my you know, god. She makes an occasional bad movie, but for the most part, she's a great actress that, you know, makes good choices. I, I didn't need to see her topless in that Calendar Girls movie, but I also didn't need to see Patton Oswald in that movie. And he was in there. But even even like even when she makes a movie, it's usually like it just demographically doesn't resonate with me. You know what I mean? Like 
you know, my mom and her friends loved Calendar Girls. So great. That, that's that's what that demographic is for. You know what I mean? Like Helen Mirren doesn't make just one unlikable character after another. She doesn't do that. Well, that's the thing about Kate Hudson. She seems to be getting more and more unlikable. Like almost like because her role in Something Borrowed is kind of a character part in a way because the character is so so much right. more annoying than. She probably was in some of those other romantic comedies, but... If someone did a really smart, sharp comedy, and Kate Hudson came in playing that character briefly, it would be hilarious. I think if it was like sort of a... She knew it was... They were sort of winking at the audience like, hey, it's Kate Hudson doing the thing she always does. I think if you did that correctly, it could be funny. But when it's the co-star, I don't want to watch that. Ever. Yeah, get it out of my face. God damn it. What are you doing? Stop teabagging me with your with your bad movies. Oh my god. Since there's just the two of us in the car, that means we play build a title. Yes. Um Although one dude on Twitter suggested that we pick up a hitchhiker and play the Leonard Maltin game. <laughs> yeah, so keep your eyes out for uh, Rutger Hauer. Yeah. I hear he's good at the Leonard Malton game. God, he would be awful. He'd be the next coming of Michael Rooker. I think my, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing a guy like Rutger Hauer doesn't remember the names of his co-stars. I but. bet you he remembers everything. I bet you Rutger Hauer. Really? I you think, think Rutger Hauer is a name genius? Yeah, I think that German brain of his is going to have everything remembered and ready to go. All right. We'll, we'll, let's try to get him on the show. Knows See Rutger what happens. Howard. We got a hookup for Rutger Hauer. Let us know. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's since we're in Kentucky. Uh, I should say, you know, one of my favorite movies on television, of course, is Justified, oh. starring Timothy Oliphant. Great TV show. And but you know, I, I people are always asking me, who's your next John Lithgow? Who do you really want to get on the show? I would love to have Timothy Oliphant on Douglas movies because. I, I know he's super into sports. Like he, he like sometimes would. Uh, I, he used to do like sports on a radio station in, in L.A. just for the fun of it. But uh, I bet you he's also really knows his movies, and yeah. I think he's mostly made some smart choices in his career. So I, I would love to talk to that guy. Um, but so let's play. Uh, I decided to pick a movie that is set in Kentucky for this round of build a title. Alrighty, and. Uh, I decided on a, on a horror comedy classic that was shot entirely in California, but it's supposed to be Kentucky. Uh, it stars Clue Gulliger, who, uh, or Gulliger, you can pronounce it anyway, uh, several different ways. Uh, he is often in the front row at the uh, New Beverly when they show any kind of movie where there's going to be like a cute, or maybe he only goes to Edgar Wright things. Like I've, I've seen him at, when I saw that they had a double bill of, uh, the driver and uh, I think it was Warriors and they had Walter Hill there and he and Bruce Dern and they spoke and uh, Clue Gulliger was in the front row and then Clue Gulliger was at the midnight screening of Scott Pilgrim that uh, I got I got to go with Edgar to that and do like a Q&A with him and a bunch of the cast members Super fun, and New Beverly in L.A. is going to show Scott Pilgrim at midnight one one Friday or Saturday each month, I think. That's awesome. And uh, any time that me or Edgar are around, we're going to show up there and uh, try to get some other people to show up. And 
we played after the movie was over, like three in the morning. We're, we played Leonard. Uh, we played Leonard Malton game with audience members, and uh, Edgar had a bad night. He got shut out. Uh, uh, two different people I, beat him. As we as we go into build the title here, I got a this thing that when we played in Bloomington, which by the way was a great show. And or I think you're going to say what I was about to say. Maybe the. The Hunt Terminator is is oh. uh, that's nonsense. That's like that I could just pick a movie that starts with I could have said Hunter Rollerball and just it has to be the word. Oh no 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 no! Abs- you're absolutely wrong, and I can't believe I'm gonna like that, I'm gonna have to throw away this episode of the podcast. It's been so good so far, but I don't want to have this argument on the podcast because I have this argument on occasion with listeners and. No, that's how it, that's Terminator was. That was amazing. That was like that was perfect. There's another example of uh, amazing is overselling it. But another <laughs> another example was um, uh, 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 what was it? Uh, something that ended in. Uh, Jing, and then I added uh, jingle all the way to it. But that's if it, it, it's got, but it's got to be the, it's got to sound right. Like the, a lot of people try to do like contagion one, you know, a movie that starts with the word one, <laughs> one and only. They try to go contagion one and only, and then like that's like no, that's now you're changing the sound of it. But what was illegitimate on the Bloomington thing that I thought you were going to bring up is that I pushed through Night is a Lonely Hunter as a movie, and that is not a movie. <laughs> that is, in fact, not a movie. Uh, I was thinking of The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. All oh, right. And I just I just jammed it through, and nobody, nobody questioned it. The Night is a Lonely Hunter is not a movie. And it's not like when you said Case Closed on the last... Uh, car one or or no was it in Bloomington when you said case yeah. closed where that you got lucky and that turned out to be an actual movie there, somebody should actually make something called Night is a Lonely Hunter because that is I just that is a good no title way, of all the shitty movies that have been made there wasn't a case closed starring Rector Hauer and <laughs> yeah so anyway so that's a uh, interesting uh <laughs> Interesting de- ongoing debate that I've been having uh, with people about about build the title because also when when you play it on Twitter, then it's about the spelling of the spelling of the words and not about the pronunciation. So it's all very confusing. But hopefully, people that listen all the time are are on board. And um, okay, and so again, I'm sorry that we have to throw out this episode. <laughs> We're going to totally. Fire. I'm going to set, set my iPhone on fire. <laughs> And yes, this is being recorded on an iPhone in a moving car, and it's pretty, I gotta say, iPhone, at least that's one thing they're doing pretty good, it's the microphone in this, so anybody could have a podcast on their phone if they want. Oh, I wanted to thank real quick everybody at Monroe County Martial Arts, because I sparred with them right before we recorded the show in Bloomington. I was fighting there. It was great. Oh, no wonder we had such a good show. Yeah, that's because I got my... I needed to spar. I got to fight, and uh, I felt good. (laughs) So if anyone wants to fight in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, go to Monroe County Martial Arts. I actually wrote it down so I wouldn't forget the the people that showed up at the Scott Pilgrim taping... there was a taping, a screening at the New Beverly. Uh, Chris Evans was there, future guest Chris Evans, Ooh. by the way. Uh, Jason Schwartzman, didn't get to ask him to ever be a guest. Uh, Brie Larson, Brian Lee O'Malley, and Michael Bacall, who are the creator of the comic and the uh, co-writer of the movie. And then, of course, uh, Edgar Wright. And I wanted to tell a quick story. Uh, 
we were Edgar and oh and did I say Michael Sarah was there yeah Michael Sarah was there too and Michael Sarah and Edgar and I were walking down Beverly Boulevard after the Q&A and um there was a bunch of, uh, you know, huge lights in the middle of the street. They were filming something, and as we were walking along, some AD or somebody uh, stopped us and said, hey, can you guys go around the block? We're filming right here. And Edgar goes, what, what are you filming? And the guy says, The Closer, you know, the TV show The Closer? And Michael Sarah <laughs> looks at the guy and goes, my friend Kira works on that. <laughs> and the guy just stared at him like, what? And then we just walked away But it was so funny Like I'm sure the guy Had no idea That was Michael Sarah But it was just Such a funny thing To say My friend Kira Works on that Like like some dork Would say that To the yeah. To the AD That's trying to get you To walk around the block Yeah and this, like, that, that, He doesn't give a yeah, shit No way Like he's gonna go Oh okay Well then just walk, walk Yeah walk through. wherever you want Or you know But it wasn't It wasn't even saying it Like I want to get in there Or want to He was just kind of like Acting like Oh what a coincidence My friend Kira's Working on the yeah, that TV series that she's the star of. All right, so the movie I chose, starring Clue Gulliger, back to that, is Return of the Living Dead. So you can come up with a movie to start us off, Graham, that ends with the word return, or ret, <laughs> and begins, or begins with the word dead. Um... Uh, Return of the Living Deadpool. Wow, you really want to get this thing finished right away. <laughs> All right. We're 32 miles from Lexington, buddy. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> pool. Pool. See, like, I can't go pool's gold. <laughs> Nor would I want to, because Kate Hudson's got enough play on this. Um, pool. That's, her movie was pool's gold. That's what I'm saying. You can't. Can't just change the way things are pronounced um, or spelled. <laughs> pool. I don't think there's any movie that starts with pool. I mean, there might be if we look it up. But I know. Pool of gold. <laughs> uh, pool. You do know one that starts with pool? Okay, good. Then I'll go on the other end and I will say no deposit no return of the living dead pool <laughs> wait what is that movie no deposit it's an old disney movie called right. no no deposit no return no deposit no return of the dead pool boy oh nice who's in pool boy oh god isn't that a spade movie or somebody like that it's oh, so, or yeah that was pizza boy wasn't it what pool boy that was something about pizza yeah yeah, so Pool Boys, you're just guessing is the name no, of the movie? I know it's a movie. I don't, it came out, I believe, in the late 80s. All right, we're going to look it up. Oh, challenge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally challenging that one. I, I bet you're right, but I, I just don't know. I want to know what it is. I want to know what. I need confirmation, because you know accuracy is my thing. Uh, <laughs> let's go, movies. Come on, IMDb. Help with an IMDb out. I cool. International Movie Database. Internet. <laughs> Internet. Ah, you lose. What? No. Pool Boys is a movie. Okay, Pool Boys. Yeah, you can't do it that way now that I just told you. Aww. I mean, we can keep going if you want. Let's keep going. For laughs, but you lose. I'm losing. You're the big loser. <laughs> okay. Um... 
Okay, I'll go Doctor No Deposit No Return of the Living Dead Pool Boys. Um, Doctor No. So Doctor and Boys. Yeah. Boys of Brazil. Woo! Uh, I'll go with just Brazil. Yeah, I gave you that layup. <laughs> I was like, ah. No, you can't. You can't. You can't do that. You're not adding anything. It's all about. It's all about building. We're like. It's like Fraggle Rock. Um. Uh, boy, I know there's gotta be. There's gotta be something that ends in Doctor. I just have to think of it. Um. Aging, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Hello, Doctor. Uh, um, steam carpet, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, they made the Rug Doctor movie. They made that. <laughs> oh man, I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to give. Brazil isn't the first word of any movie, I don't think. Brazil. Brazilian. Brazilian Wax. It's <laughs> a movie. That's got to be a movie. Brazilian Wax movie. People are screaming at their whatever device they're listening to this on. Some movie that ends in Doctor. Oh, you know, there's a million of them. I can't think of any. Either. A million? I think of The end in Doctor? All right. Well, do you have so you don't you don't have an answer to either end? For doctor. Um, well, there's a I think there's a Brazilian movie called Brazil uh, Mi Amor, which is Brazil My Love. Mm, yeah, that's great. Brazilian movies. <laughs> they don't count. It's a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Yeah, I think we're I think we're done. But let's. Just, I'm gonna plug in Doctor and see what see what happens with Doctor on the IMDb because IMDb. Eh, come on, movies. Uh, doctor. Yeah, of course. Doctor Zhivago comes up. Doctor Doolittle. I see nothing that ends in Doctor. Uh, there's a lot of things, there's several things called Doctor. Nothing that ends in Doctor, so it's safe to say we're done. Wait, isn't there The Doctor? Or Yeah, but you can't, you can't add The. Nothing, no, no movie ends in The. So we take the, the The's and the A's out. Because it was The Return of the Living Dead. Took that the out of there. The Deadpool. See what I'm saying? Thus would ruin it. Yeah. There's a lot of thus. It's just like alpha, it's just like when they listed movies in alphabetical order. You just forget about the word the. All right. Well, that was uh, Doctor No Deposit No Return of the Living Deadpool Boys of Brazil. Exciting. Yeah. Put that on a marquee and smoke it. <laughs> you got any plugs, Graham? Uh, yeah, our podcast, Comedy Film Nerds. You can go, you can go to GrahamElwood.com and get my Twitter handle, uh, Facebook, and uh, download my feature documentary that I directed, Afghanistan, which is a pay-what-you-think-is-fair download, and all my tour dates and everything else. 
fantastic. I'll be at Helium Comedy Club Tuesday and Wednesday, October 4th and 5th, Two Oceans 11. J1 Inch Punch Hollingsworth and Sean can take a one inch punch. Jordan will be there. Uh, those shows are at 8 o'clock, and then I'm going to tape a uh, Doug Loves Movies at 10 o'clock on Wednesday, October 5th, at Helium in Portland with. Uh, I'll have three surprise guests on that show. And as always, Kate Hudson movies are a shithead. Makes him cocky There's no room in his heart for you Cause Doug 